0: You came from a European background and then you moved to Great Britain and then you moved to New Zealand. I don't know if it was all in that order, but, you know, you had to master like different cultures and, and figure a lot of things out. So how when did it first occur to you that this is something you really feel like diving into and learning about?
1: It's just probably coming from hell to heaven, you know, this uh, pain to pleasure uh, process for myself, just... Feeling really living the difference, what it's like to be in that dark space, and what it's like to come out of it and strive. Um, um, and I, I really want to pass it on to other women and shorten this process, you know, because for me it was decades, and I want uh, to teach it to them in a couple of weeks or months, depending on the program.
2: Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day.
0: Indeed, another beautiful day. And I'm all about going down to New Zealand today. What do you guys say? Let's hang out in New Zealand. So we're going to visit with this young lady who is coaching people on such a high level. She's open for business and providing services on LinkedIn. Converting your biz from it's complicated to happily ever after with a simple mindset hack. You're in the right place if you're an ambitious and busy female entrepreneur who wants to succeed in business. She wants to trade limitations and overwhelm for income and freedom for you. Yes, indeed, it is Anna Marie Berrick, is where we're going today, and she is the lady who coaches women to their highest level. You better strap up your seatbelts, because we're taking a ride today on podcasting your global career from the music city all the way to New Zealand. Hey, guess what, everybody? We're in New Zealand. I love it. Anna-Maria, welcome to the show, podcasting your global career.
1: Thank you so much, James, and hello to everybody.
0: I, I, You know, I love it when I have, this is like the third or fourth time I think I've had somebody from New Zealand, and I get such a rush and a thrill out of that because... It is like I think to us to us Americans. It is the most remote place on Earth. I think you know. It's like kind of like yes. wow, New Zealand. That's like as far away as you can get. That's so cool.
1: Yes, it's very secluded and a very very popular tourist um, spot because this country has so much to offer. Really amazing outdoors and from mountains, snowy mountains to to lakes and. Um, surrounded by sea, so different, you know, ocean or um, smaller harbors. It it just has absolutely everything and amazing um, forests and um, native um, vegetation. It's just really beautiful.
0: And just for everybody uh, to let you know, Anna-Maria and I were just talking right before we started recording this. And I always want to know where, and she's uh, in the Auckland area, which is the northern section. And there's this beautiful lake, what is it called, Euron, was it? Euron, or?
1: Taupo. So originally we were in Auckland, uh, me and my family, and now we we live live at Taupo, which is about 350 kilometers away from Auckland. Okay. Um, And it's a really massive lake, Um, clear water, um, it's beautiful.
0: And you said it's as large as the country of Singapore, the lake.
1: Yes, as the city of uh, Singapore, which is really, really big. And being um, a crater lake, it's really deep as well. So If you want to find some data, just Google Lake Taupo, New Zealand, and it will come up with with all the numbers and it's, it's really fascinating.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get the right bathing suit out because I just called Singapore a country and uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm losing <laughs> my so mind funny. these days. My geography needs some help. I need the geography of the soul, I think. So let's talk about you and your wonderful coaching business. Um, you, you've you got really great stuff. You, you've got webinars, you've got uh, teaching products, coaching products. Um, where are you in that space now? Are you doing group coaching? Are you doing one-on-one? Are you doing a little bit of everything?
1: Yeah, a little bit of everything to cater for different needs because um, everybody comes in at a different level uh, where they are in their life or in their business. Um, but the biggest thing about serving um, busy um, and ambitious um, women who can be solopreneurs or just simply leading a busy life with either family or pro- uh, profession or the combination of any of these things um, is to change the mindset and the perspective um, of themselves because that's a starting point for everything to achieve success and happiness um, so defining defining these things what it means what we want to achieve is a milestone um, in my teaching, and I'm I'm just really passionate about empowering women to achieve whatever they set their mind to.
0: So you do you um, uh, counsel specifically women only? Is that correct?
1: Yes, it's not um, exclusive of anyone who um, who doesn't deny their emotions and want to serve um, people, whether it's clients or their own family or friends. You know, on a higher level. But I do specialize in serving women.
0: I have to introduce you to some people because I know so many coaches in your space uh, that are catering to the female side of things, you know? Um, and, and I don't know what that is because I've asked um, is there some kind of um, idea that men are more reticent to get coached? And I haven't been able to find any information about that, that that is really true or not. It's just my own experience because I've been in a lot of coaching programs. I mean, I started getting coached 25 years ago with like Tony Robbins and I've done Brendan Burchard. And through the years, I've, I've done coaching off and on. But as of late, I've noticed that the ladies overwhelmingly... Um, are superior numbers to the men for some reason. So um, what do you think about that?
2: Uh,
1: we definitely have the hunger to learn and improve. I think it comes back to the fact of us being mothers or just capable of being moms and that teaching your children to do everything, you know, have all sorts of skills um, throughout their lives. Um, so maybe that's the root of it. Um But what I'm focusing is how I see it. the difference. Um, I don't think that men are less coachable than women. Um, The difference between the two genders for me and my experience is to celebrate our differences because we operate completely differently. So women more tend to be empathetic and operate from a place of emotion.
0: and guys Which go out. In, more guys tend to go out in the garage and throw things, right, or kick things.
1: <laughs> so, yes. so. decide more, you know, information based or logic uh, based on logics and um, things like that. So, uh, I, I just see that women need to be let through their emotions because we've been judged for it uh, in most of our lives or the history of society. Um, so instead of saying "oh, we are too emotional or too loud or you know too this or too that," um, we have to embrace these emotions and use them to our advantage. Because being vulnerable or emotional is not not a bad thing, um, but it's a key point to uh, why I'm saying it: use it to your advantage, not in a manipulative way, but not to um let these emotions lead you to a wrong direction um for example well i used to be a victim of my own mindset so i had, had this victim mindset that i'm not being loved and you know life is horrible and people are horrible and i don't fit in anywhere and from that place um i was led to uh, all these negative emotions um, and dark places but when i switched it around that um, there are certain things that are out of my control, like how people react to me or some people want to use me, um, versus how I'm aware of my own values. And if I go with them, I can, it's like an anchor. I can always get back to it, um, and go to a happy place from that.
0: Yeah, so I, I want to make sense. Yeah, it does absolutely, and I want to I want to circle back to coaching in a minute, but I want to ask you about your background because we were talking earlier, and you were raised in Europe, um, and I'm sorry I said that you have a New Zealand accent. I was only kidding, <laughs> um, but <laughs> but I I think it's extraordinary that you came from a European culture and you embraced the idea of. Um, what you just talked about, mindset, and you probably do a lot of goal setting and paradigm shifts and things of that nature, which is what I teach. I, I teach very um, elite type of coaching. You know, it's it's more for the esoteric um, knowledge that people thirst for and they don't know what to ask for. Um, but when did you first get clued into this? Because we as victims of, like you said, we were, a, we were a victim of misinformation or a victim of, um, uh, I don't want to say ignorance, but it sort of was ignorance. I'm, I'll speak for myself. Like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so when some when I first got the, the tip on a little bit of coaching, I, I wanted to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I got into paradigm shifts and why things are the way they are, because it's the way we think. And we haven't been challenged to... Um, Uh, Joe Dispenza is famous for saying, um, you can't read the label on the jar if you're in the jar buzzing around like a fly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a good example of the way our minds work. So um, my long-winded kudos to you is you came from a European background and then you moved to Great Britain, and then you moved to New Zealand. I don't know if it was all in that order, but, you know, you had to master like different cultures and, and figure a lot of things out. So how when did it first occur to you that this is something you really feel like diving into and learning about?
1: It's just probably coming from hell to heaven, you know, this uh, pain to pleasure uh, process for myself, just feeling really living the difference, what it's like to be in that dark space and what it's like to come out of it and strive. Um, um, And I I really want to pass it on to other women and shorten this process, you know, because for me it was decades and I want uh, to teach it to them in a couple of weeks or months, depending on the program. Um, And like you mentioned, and this was a really big part of it, um, so apart from the upbringing, what, you know, every, everyone has a family background, um, but moving country and like you highlighted, um, mastering a, a, a foreign language, a completely different culture in a completely different environment, when you don't start equal because you are an immigrant um, and is establishing a whole new life, uh, proving yourself, climbing the ladder in your career you know, establishing friendships, not having any uh, safety net around you, like in your original country, if anything goes wrong, you can go to your auntie or mom, or, you know, you can crush on the couch of, you know, a family member. So you are not in real danger because there is always someone who can help you. But in this setup, it was only me and my husband, and later on, having the responsibility of looking after the children, So that was a really really major thing major challenge that shaped me into the person i am so that was one of the key um ingredients in in this journey of becoming a coach um and the other one is becoming a a mother um because when when i i wasn't confident in myself and i didn't have myself worse um i felt that i couldn't be the mother i really wanted to be and I knew what kind of mother I wanted to be, so it was a, a big push for me to to become the person um, that can be their leader, you know, lead by example, and provide them that emotional um, security, safety, um, and love, unconditional love at home, that they can come back to anytime, whatever happens to them, they are safe um, and listened and acknowledged, so they can be anyone they really want to be, uh, if not over us, but within the family home. So these things uh, are so important for me, gaining my my own inner confidence to be able to pass it on to my children. It was not that they are teenagers, they went through phases when it was really, you know, friends are everything, but not feeling to fit in or or feeling different uh, took them to really um dark places in their minds and when they see that that's all it is you know without me being confident it would have been super hard to support them and explain it to them with with confidence that they can eventually start believing that it—it it, it will change for the better
0: well you've just um You've just completely underscored my point, and what I was trying to get to was, which you so eloquently explained, is that it takes an incredible amount of bravery um, and and confidence in yourself to do what you did to come up just uproot and say, "I'm going to a whole different country, a whole different culture," and there's there's no net. It's like you know you're walking the tightrope with with no net underneath you, and it's mm-hmm. like wow, this is. Um, it can be a little scary but when you uh, when you have the confidence in your abilities and you have conviction uh, then that's your 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 compass to go to where you were led to so uh, i really i just want to say how much i admire that and you know most people would agree that it's not as easy as it sounds just picking up and going and you know not knowing the future you know just and saying well all my all my well my safety nets are, are gone now. So um so having done that and building building this business and now you're in New Zealand, um, tell me about your day. What's the most joyous part of your day, Anna Maria?
1: Oh, I'm a, a very busy person in a um, not on the level that I used to be. So let, let me explain how I used to be busy before I uh, became awareness of What's what's serving me and what doesn't? Um, so I used to feel of doing ten thousand things in a day without sitting down or thinking of um, any type of activity that would uh, bring joy to me or relaxation, um, because I felt I I would be a horrible person if I did that. So I was driving myself crazy with you know, just spinning around all day, uh, both with work and then, you know, house chores and and everything before the children and at the beginning as well. Uh, but now I'm busy in a sense that I know that I, I value um, self-education um, over watching telly, you know, mindlessly. I'm not saying I'm not watching telly at all because there are nice programs and really meaningful movies and Right. entertaining the only dead
0: so you About you don't this. want you don't you don't get let yourself be addicted to that because it's it's yes, almost like exactly. a drug right <laughs> it's like a...
1: yeah yes exactly yeah. so instead of doing that i try to do something meaningful um so my i have my success rituals that i um established and also teaching the mornings are really important how to set, set up the whole day and the tone of the day set the intentions um, and also looking after myself. This either exercise or I'm not really a meditative person. I, I I do it more like during the the morning walks with my dog, which I call the active meditation, and I let my mind wander and um, you know just enjoy uh, the presence of nature and the beauty around me. Um, but so before that, my my secret hours you know the two hours before everyone else wakes up in the family um is either creativity or looking after either my body or mind in some form um and then i'm doing contracting work my accounting and finance background is um still present in my life which which i really enjoy and actually some elements i am able to combine into the business development um part of my coaching And um, so I do a combination of that um, and working on my coaching business. Um, I'm really obsessed with uh, attraction marketing and being able to express, um, you know, who we really are uh, for my clients and myself as well. And then in between, um, in staggers, um, the children, you know, in the morning, not, not so much children anymore, they are teenagers, but still my children. So spending, excuse me, spending some time with them in the morning, you know, during the preparation and then when they come back from school um, and, you know, dinner making and um, more time walking or exercise um, in the evening and back to the computer a little bit, you know, to do what I really feel like doing. Um, So I try to segment my days, but I'm really flexible because um, strict routines are very boring and draining for me, uh, plus life happens. So I, uh, this flexibility to, um, to go with the flow as well, um, of the day, um, uh, but really focusing almost the most important thing I, I want to achieve within that day.
0: Yeah. The computer can be a bit of a taskmaster. You know, and it's it's like uh, I don't really like when I'm kept away from my tools, which are behind me, which are my guitars, to the point nice. where it's like I didn't play at all today because I was doing, you know, just like you said, all of these tasks, which you know I fill up like legal pads, like you know, constantly. I have stacks of these things, and here's my here's my checklist for the day, and I'm, you know, I'm not even finished <laughs> with it, you know. <laughs> And But I get you, it's like you, you really have to um, make time for the important things, which um, yes. for, for me is, and you even mentioned it, thinking. You know, we don't make time for, for thinking, and that's a very yeah. powerful um, ally for us, and it is completely, it's unappreciated. Um, and it's, yes. it's, it's so underused as a value add to your life when you, you know, mm-hmm. when you start thinking about what you're thinking about, um, there's mm. a lot of, there's a yeah. lot of tells in there. They're telling you, look what your well, look what your, your thoughts are occupied with crazy stuff. Yes. You know, so you have to Absolutely. become, as you said, you practice self-awareness and, and we both um, were telegraphing that I think here. And I think people don't realize without a coach, um, they're missing all of these values that are in there. So I really commend you for, you know, uh, uh, making the coaching experience available and helping all these people who who so desperately need it. Um, How many children do you have?
1: I have two girls.
0: Oh, nice. Very nice. So they keep you busy. So you got, you know, like you said, I like the fact that you said life happens. You have to pack in some time for, well, I didn't expect this, you know, the, the the stove blew up or, you know, the wheel fell off the car or whatever it is. You know, there's always something coming in your way that you did not expect. And, and those Definitely. are the things you have to just deal with, you know, and not get so...
1: Yeah, one of my ladies just, yeah, absolutely. One of my ladies just said a couple of days ago that um, she gained so much empowerment from... Um, you know this um, teaching method from me because uh, she felt so guilty she had big plans for the week, but then everybody got sick. It, eventually she came down with it as well and then uh, she was just completely behind with everything and I told her that that's okay. it's not we, we shouldn't. I think it's a misconception with running our own business that uh, that's all we need to do. It's not. We are also a mother, a sister, a daughter, an auntie, a friend, you know, all all these things we uh, we need to fulfill um, in life. So it's an unrealistic expectation to um, think that you know we'll just do the business and everything will be okay. It's it's not. Um, yeah. So it's part of setting boundaries um, as well. You know, time wise and um, emotion, relationships, um, your work environment in in every sense.
0: Yeah. As we're we're getting close to the end here, Anna Maria, I want to ask you if there's um, uh, some kind of little um, explanation or just a shout out to the audience here to say, let's let's take, for example, somebody who's been thinking about coaching. And a lot of people do this. They think about it, think about it, and then you don't hear from them for the longest time. Then they finally reach out. So if we're talking about somebody who's at the starting gate, they're on the line, but they need a little push or a little pull to get them over the line. What could you say to them uh, that could add value to their life by reaching out to you, uh, especially you ladies? I hope you're tuning in because that's Anna Maria's specialty. Um, what could you say to them to get them to take the proactive approach and get on the line and reach out to you?
1: It's honestly at this stage, you know, with the state we are because we always elevate and um, evolve um, in our journey. But at each stage we are imagining or envisioning um, or craving something more. But once we start taking that first step, um, we have no idea it's what we can achieve and how of a coach, whether it's me or someone else, um, it's beyond your widest imaginations. So you can't even think of it at the moment. Um, and that's just so priceless, investing in yourself that will serve you for life and in every area of your life. You know, it's just, um, it's hard to put it in, in words, but the the benefits are just amazing.
0: Wow, you know, you and I think a lot alike. I, I I've been saying that for years. The best investment is you. You know, you can't invest mm. in anything more powerful and and more valuable than yourself. So thanks for sharing that. And um, finally, the the best place for people to connect to Anna Marie Beric. Where should we go, Anna Maria?
1: Well, I'm on the many platforms. Uh, everything is linked in from my website in the. Uh, footer. So maybe if people go to vidanamaria.com, uh, that's a good place to go. And I'd like to offer this: um, reg- how to reduce stress in ten minutes a day with gratitude and affirmation. So if you go to vidanamaria.com/reduce-stress, uh, you will find um, this valuable resource.
0: Awesome! That is just terrific, and. We will put all of your links in the show notes, of course, for anybody who is interested in this. And there are many, I'm sure that are. uh, Please use the show notes. Just pick it up, click, and there you go. You're connected to Anna Maria. And take advantage of this offer, this generous offer of how to reduce stress. Everyone needs this on the planet. So anna Maria, this was wonderful. I was so happy that you came by and hung out with us today on podcasting your global career. And I want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your two little girls, your husband, uh, New Zealand, and of course your business.
1: Thank you so much, James. It's been such a pleasure being here. Thank you for the opportunity and thank you for everyone who's listened because time is really valuable for everyone. But I salute you for um further improving yourself with this half an hour podcast as
0: well hey if you guys like what's going on here please leave a great review in the apple podcasts i've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it and also don't be shy forward this to your best friend because you know they need it hey if you need some coaching hit up the link in the show notes it's calendly.com forward slash dharmic and you can take a little chance with me, and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from the
2: stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind still